My name is Martin Abonge and I believe in freedom. I believe in creating a lifestyle where you actually have a choice. My goal here is to help you escape the life of sacrifice you've been conditioned to live. How do I do it? Simply by sharing my own journey to complete freedom. My expectations, my hurdles, my failures, my successes, and everything I learned along the way. How are we going to proceed here? We're going to do it by asking the right questions. The questions that make you think. Because these questions will allow you to do something. Change your mindset, to change your reality, and build the perfect life for you. And when I mean perfect life for you, it's for you. Not for your mom, not for your dad, not for your best friend. The perfect life for you. So in this podcast, we think differently. We expand your horizon and we work together to create your happiness. So welcome to the Freedom by Choice podcast with your host, Martin Bonge. Hey, what is up, guys? Martin here with a brand new episode of your favorite podcast. This is episode 525. Alrighty, guys. So today I want to talk to you about something that can very well change your life. Okay, so I know I say this in many episodes, but this, um, this changed my life, that realization. And when I say changed my life, it made me a lot happier, a lot less stressed, and a lot freer, okay? So in the sense that I have, I'll say, more freedom uh, than most people, and just with one tiny little thing, okay? So um, I wanted to share that with you, and hopefully that's something that can help one of you, okay? So in order to illustrate this, before I tell you what it is, I'm going to tell you the story, Okay? one of the stories that helped me kind of like integrate this concept, right, in a specific field, and then I was able to apply it everywhere. Because that's basically, you know, that's what you need to do. You need to figure out a, uh, a principle, and then you, you might see that this principle actually applies to many, many different things, and that one principle can save you a lot of, uh, a lot of like hassle, a lot of stress and everything. So, the story is this. Uh, so back when I was living in France, okay, you know, when uh, when you were young, uh, you were, I was between, let's say, between the age of 18 and, let's say, 25, okay? So 18 and 25, this is when, I'm a, I mean, you just left the, the, the house, uh, you live by yourself, you go out clubbing and all that kind of stuff, you know? So this is freedom time. This is university you're free school. So, um, so during that period, here's what happened. Um, I was in university in, uh, in France. And then, uh, I don't know, I will say that is all, all the way until uh, 2010, I will say. So let's say, yeah. Um, yeah, all the way to 2010. So uh, here's the story. So the story is, um, uh, you know, unfortunately for me, um, when you look like me in France, uh, you have very, very little chances of getting into a nightclub or anything, any entertainment place, well, especially nightclubs. Okay. So basically what happens is, um, so when I was younger, when I was 18, I was motivated and stuff like that. 
Uh, maybe when I was 20, uh, maybe, yeah. So you basically, you spend some time dressing up. You decide to go to a place. You get there. Sorry, you can't get in. Why? Oh, it's full. And then you see a whole bunch of people getting in. So yeah, like, well, what about them? Oh, uh, they're um, like VIPs or something. Or there are, uh, how do you call the Regulars, right? And then you go to another place. So that's not the place you wanted to, to go to, right? But you go to the second place. Second place you get there. Ah, oh, sorry, guys. You don't have girls with you. Uh, you can't come in. And then you see all, all a bunch of people getting in. No girls, no nothing. So you go to the third place. And this time <laughs> you try to negotiate with some girls who are uh, in front of the club saying, hey, please, can I pretend like I'm coming with you? And, uh, you know, there you might have a chance. So that's when you're lucky. Uh, usually what happens is you might do five or six clubs before at some point you manage to get in one of these clubs where, <laughs> I don't know, it's like a biker's club or something. All right. Uh, and this is every time you want to go out, if you look like me, um, that's what happens. Okay. And you might, uh, you might be able, let's say you leave the house at like, I don't know, 10, you might be able to get in at like 2 AM after going through 25 different clubs and stuff. So one day actually happened that uh, there were these girls uh, who came from a different city. They drove like two hours or something to go to that nightclub. And so me and my friends were like, oh, gee, is there any way we can, you know, pretend that we're together and blah, blah, blah. So we were evenly matched, right? So there were like five of them, five of us were like, look, we have girls, we can come in. And uh, the guy bounced everybody. <laughs> it was, and these girls were pissed. They, they were really, really pissed because... They never, actually, they had never experienced this. And maybe some of you guys have never experienced the, yeah, sorry, can't get it, can't come in and stuff. Uh, for me, it's the norm. It has been the norm forever. Um, and yeah, unfortunately, they, they didn't manage to get in. So anyway, why am I telling you this? What does it have to do with the lesson? Um, the lesson is that um, some of my friends were very brave. And I didn't, I didn't understand where that bravery come, uh, came from. And you will understand with the kind of like the lesson that I drew out of it. So, so some of my friends were very brave. I remember that, um, that there was this one night was pivotal for me. Okay. It was winter. It was cold, like cold. So they dragged me out of the house. Oh, let's go out and stuff. And I'm like, oh, seriously, guys, we know how, how it's, it's going to work. It's going to suck. We're going to end up in the streets for three hours. And no, 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 trust me. So we basically get to this club. It's called Cafe O's. So it's like apparently some Australian, uh, you know, Australian outback, blah, blah, blah. Like the replica of an Australian place. So we go there, obviously. No, sorry, you can't get in. And I'm like, oh, come on, Jesus. Uh, and then we go to another place. So we basically have to get back in the car, get in the traffic jams, go on, on the other side of town. And we go to this other place, which was supposed to be like an Irish pub or something. So even a pub, right? So we try to, ah, no, sorry, guys, you can't come in. It's full. And then you see a whole group of like 30 people coming in. And uh, finally, they're like, oh, no, no, there's another one right around the corner. Because me, I was like, dude, that's it. Uh, I, that's it. I'm, I go home. It's minus, minus uh, 3,000. I don't want to be here. Uh, leave me alone. And they're like, no, 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 please. There's this other one. We can walk there and stuff. So we walk for like 20 minutes. We get there and, you know, surprise, surprise, the guy's like, nah, sorry, guys, you can't come in. And everybody else is coming in, you know. And so at that point, there is something that I realized and I asked myself this question. I'm like, I, I, I was like, look, do you really need 
to be in there? Like, do I need to be in this nightclub? Yes or no? And I realized that I don't need to be in there. I mean, I don't need to be in there. And I kind of like understood that there is a difference between what you want and what you need. All right. And since then, I guess, I don't know, for me, it was some sort of like kind of like the same thing. Oh, I want to go to this nightclub. And, you know, I don't know, for whatever reason, you just assume that this is something that you have to do. Um, and I realized that, well, no, it's not. All right. And my take was this. It was, look, you don't want me in your nightclub. Right. If this if this was something I had like I needed to do. Right. I will fight to get in because I need it. Right. But at this point, I realized that, look, you don't want me in your nightclub. I don't need to be in there. I'm not going to fight for it. OK. And I realized I don't need to be in there. You obviously don't want me. I'm not going to waste my time. All right. And that's the that's the day when I stopped going I stopped trying to go into these places. I don't need to go to, you know, uh, because at the end of the day, you know, I have friends that tell me that I'm very like <laughs> down to earth. Right. But here's the thing. Uh, and, uh, you know, when, uh, when I present it like this, maybe, maybe it's going to ring a bell for some of you guys. You might be like, oh, you know what? I had never seen things this way. But here's the thing. What, if there are only a few things that you need to do. You need to breathe. You need to eat. You need to drink. And I think you need to poop because otherwise you might die or something. But these are the four things that we actually need to do. And the rest, to be honest, is optional, right? When you look at, I mean, when you uh, look at it from a, like a very down-to-earth perspective, these are the four things that you need to do, I'll say. The rest is a luxury, okay? And when I integrated this notion of why am I doing this? Like, you know, why am I putting myself through all this trouble um, going in there, like, you know, in winter and wasting my time for something I really don't need to do? Then a lot of things change in my life because I realized that I was spending a lot of energy. And remember what I told you, you can take this concept and then you can apply it in other uh, areas of your life. And I started asking myself, you know, when, when something comes up, something you want to do, I'm like, do I really need to do this, right? Um, and, and it applies in a lot of different areas of my life. And sometimes, you know, I have discussions with people and, and they, they, can, they don't understand. Um, they have a hard time understanding where I, I come from or what I'm saying because they haven't gone through this um, these experiences that actually taught me this and that basically, you know, helped me see things from uh, like a bird's eye view and, and figure out like, dude, you know, I don't need the stuff, right? So, for example, I was talking to someone, uh, I don't remember who it was. It was, you know, conversation about couples and all that kind of stuff, you know, and people were like, oh, well, you need someone and blah, blah, blah in your life and stuff. And I was like, well, um, I, you know, I, I'm yet to see a death certificate that said cause of death single. I don't think there has ever been a death certificate that, that, that says this. With meaning that it is nice to have someone, but you don't need. It's not like if you don't drink, you die. All right. If you don't eat, you die. 
if you don't have a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a wife or husband, you don't die. You don't, right? Meaning that you don't need it, right? It's nice to have it. I'm not saying, oh, it's the devil. Go out. Don't do it and stuff. I'm saying you don't need it. So if you don't have one, then don't feel like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm a failure. I'm this, blah, 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 etc. which is what most of us uh, will feel like. Because, you know, you look at the movies, you know, everybody needs to have a wife, everybody needs to have a kid, everybody needs to blah, etc. But you don't need it, right? For example, have you been single? Right? If you've been single, everybody has been single. Did you just die? Like after five seconds, ah, death came and, and grabbed you ass. That's it. You're single. Your life is over. That's it. I kill you. No, right? So you don't need that stuff. Right? It's nice to have it, right? It's nice to have someone to share your life with and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, it's not something you need. So don't get like depressed and all that kind of stuff about it, you know? And since I've integrated that in my life, I have been a lot happier because there are so many things in your life that you think you have to do. So how many times you say, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this, blah, blah, blah. Do you really have to do it? Like, if you don't do it, are you going to die? You're not, right? If you tell me, dude, I have to drink uh, in the next three days or five days or something, I, I, don't, I think it's five days, right? Without drinking, you die. If you tell me, dude, I have to drink a, a, a glass of water in the next, next five days, I'll say yes, all right? If you tell me, oh, well, I need to take this Instagram shot and make a story, I'll say, no, you don't have to, right? You don't have to. You just want to. And for whatever reason, you just think you need it. And so once you understand this, there is, uh, you, you don't realize how much pressure and how much unnecessary baggage you're carrying with you um, that you can just get rid of, okay? And um, that is, for example, a, one of the things that, you know, you've heard about minimalism and stuff. You know, people who are able to live without... Uh, you know, without the luxury. Without, so it's not necessarily, so you have minimalism and people that are living in a cave in the woods and stuff like that. This is what people uh, assume when you say minimalistic, right? It's not. A uh, minimalistic person is a, uh, a you know, a, the minimalism current is, uh, if you ask me, is uh, only having the stuff that you really need, all right? The rest, you don't need it. Do you actually need uh, 25 pairs of, do you say pairs of pants? Yeah. Like, yeah. Do, do you need 25? No, you don't. All right. Maybe you need two, right? <laughs> I don't know. This is, a, this is extreme minimalism, right? But at the end of the day, maybe you need two. One is dirty, you wash it, and then you wear the other one. All right. And um, you can't, so you can't necessarily, getting into minimalism is hard for most people because most people haven't integrated this notion of wanting and needing, okay? Everything is mashed up together. Oh, I want this. Oh, I, oh, I need this. I need this in my life. Oh, I need a girlfriend. I need a boyfriend. Oh, I need this scooter. I need this. But no, you don't, okay? And the first step, I think, for me is to realize the difference between needing and wanting. And then from there, you can start being uh, more kind of like minimalistic in your life, all right? in your life, like in your possessions, also uh, with your relationships. Um, so, um, you know, I'm, I was talking about girlfriends, boyfriends, husbands and stuff, but even friends, right? There are some of these friends or acquaintances that you have. Do you really 
<laughs> like, do you really need them in your life? That's the, that's the thing. Um, and at the end of the day, to be honest, um, I don't think, and this is me being down to earth, right? I'm thinking out loud here. I told you there are four things that you need. You need to eat, you need to drink, uh, you need to breathe, and you need to poop, I think, you know? Uh, and maybe you need to sleep. Uh, yeah, I think sleep as well. You might need to get some rest. I, uh, there are people who can get away with not sleeping, but I think that might kill you, okay? So let's say we had sleep. These are five things. Now, do you really need friends? <laughs> so well, I'm just thinking out loud here. Is it going to kill you if you don't have friends? I don't think it is. I think we're like social creatures and stuff like that. It will make life more pleasant. But at the end of the day, I, I don't think that... Um, you know, there has been a cause of death that says no friends, okay? So <laughs> please, now here I'm, I'm, getting, I'm being ex extreme. Please have a small group of friends. What I'm saying is, do you really need all these uh, other group, like this big group of friends and, oh, well, we need to go out to this club and we need to do this, blah, 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 etc. So um, that realization helped me because things cascade, right? The effect of something of habits that you build we're going to cascade on other habits. We're going to cascade on other habits. So, for example, me realizing that, you know what? I don't need to go to these nightclubs, right? They, they obviously don't want me there. I don't need to waste my time. You don't want me there. Fuck it. You know, I'm not going. So, the, all the time that I was wasting trying to get in there, now I am using this time to work on myself, work on the life that I want to build, work on my business, all right? So, now I develop a habit of, uh, of, of making progress and taking a step forward every Friday night, every Saturday night, while everybody is making the habits of going out there and partying, okay? So this habit of me staying at home on Saturday, working on my, uh, on my business has two advantages. I spend far less money, all right? And this money, if, you, if, I, if I save money, what happens with this money? Now that I have the habit of saving, now I can develop the habit of investing the money because I do have money to invest, right? So now I have the habit of investing money. What happens? Good things happen for me. Now my net worth and all that kind of stuff will grow, okay? Also, the habit that I developed of staying at home and working on, on myself, I developed the habit of being curious and learning about stuff, right? The more I learn, the more knowledge I get, the, the, the more sophisticated my stuff gets, the more my business works, the more my business works, the more I make money. And because I have developed this habit of saving money, all that money that I'm making with the business, what do you think I'm doing with it? I built the saving uh, habit and the investing habit. I invest it. And then uh, the more success I have, the, the, you, know, you understand what I mean here, right? Um, and by also getting rid of all these other things that were plaguing my life and taking my time that I thought I needed to do, I'm saving, I'm freeing up more time to develop these uh, habits that I've built, which is, uh, you know, working on myself, working on my business, saving money, investing money and stuff. And then next thing you know, um, my life is completely different from my friends I used to go out with who kept doing this. And today they were wondering, oh, wait, well, you know, you're lucky. What happened to you? Well, it's this. There is a um, cascading effect of this one realization that literally changed my life. And it also changed my happiness. I'm a lot happier 
than uh, I'll say than most people because um, I I don't have you know there, there's this expression keeping keeping up keeping up with the Joneses or something I don't have this all right oh we're going out we we're going to take this bottle of champagne in nightclub I'm like yeah you know go have fun you know count me out you know I don't need to do that stuff all right I realize I don't need it and um, and I do more like positive stuff and I, I don't have all these obligations uh, above my head of oh well, I need to do this, I need to do that. You know what I mean? So um, that, that is, that might be, there might be one of you or many of you, hopefully, who are going to say, hey, you know what? Actually, wait a minute. Um, I'm going clubbing every single day, but not every single day, but, you know, often. Do, you have, do I really need to do this? Or, um, you know, other areas in your life. And you might realize that, hey, you know what? I'm putting so much pressure on myself to do this, I'm investing so much money that sometimes I don't have. I know people, and this is very sad. There were people, we were students, right? These people would borrow money to go to the nightclub. They would borrow money to go to the nightclub, to this place they didn't need to go to. Do you realize this? It's crazy. Um, and for them, it was, I remember this group of people it, for them, it was the ultimate embarrassment. If someone asks you, hey, uh, we're going to this nightclub today. So there was this nightclub where apparently you had to be seen, right? Uh, otherwise, you were a nobody, right? And if you went there, you couldn't just go there and have a normal drink. If you went there, you had to be in the VIP lounge, which wasn't even a lounge. It was just like two steps and then <laughs> and then just like a... Uh, like a uh, a sofa or something. So you need to sit there and you need to have at least one bottle of champagne. And those bottles of champagne, uh, those bottles, uh, these are the same bottles that you'll find for 30 euros in the supermarket. And here they cost 200 euros. And, and for whatever the reason, people tell you, dude, it's, it's a steal. It's a bargain. And I'm like, Jesus Christ. All right. And I saw so many of these guys wasting their money. So what was even worse it was waste your own money, okay? Waste your own money. But they wasted their parents' money. Oh, dad, mom, I need more money because blah, blah, blah. And they go, they spend it there for something they don't need, okay? And today, I look at where these guys are. I mean, they're like light years before, be, between kind of like where. Uh, and then you don't necessarily want to compare, people's lives. Maybe it's a path that they wanted to go to, blah, blah, blah. But when I, I'm, I'm looking at it objectively, um, I don't think that this is where they wanted to end up. Uh, and it's the, the, it's kind of like the result of this one, you know, it's many different factors, right? But this one for me uh, made a huge difference. I remember people in uh, back in France, when I, when I was living in France, they were like, oh man, you're the most boring person on the planet. We never see you in the club. Oh, you always uh, refuse to come, blah, blah, blah. Oh, come to the nightclub. Nya, nya, nya. You're some granddad or something. All right. And they saw me read these uh, horrible, I mean, these books. I mean, you just look at the cover. You're like, oh, my God, who reads these books? I was reading this book. There was, it was called DNS and Bind. Okay. It's, uh, it's a book about how emails work like technically, the, the, the technology that's behind, the DNS, how the internet works and stuff. The cover, uh, just look at it. It's, um, what's, what's the name of the, look it up. Uh, it's called DNS and Bind. Let me try to find 
the the name of the of the book. Uh, so you can look it up. You can see the cover. Uh, and I mean, Jesus Christ, I was reading this stuff, and people were like, "Oh, uh, you know, you I never see you uh, in the club and stuff." It's O'Reilly. So if you look at O'Reilly, DNS and Bind. Okay, DNS, three letters and Bind. Just look at the cover, and you will see. Wow, this is horrible. Who reads this? I re I read this right. Because, again, I realized that, you know what, I don't need to go to the nightclub. You know, I, I will get the knowledge that I need. I needed some knowledge, enough knowledge to be able to kind of like make, make sense of uh, how the internet worked, how the system uh, of my company worked. And I, I took the time to do this. And now I am enjoying the, the fruits of this labor. Okay. So this is just one example. But, dude, my, this has brought me so much uh, peace of mind that I really wanted to share that with you guys. Um, it made me a lot happier than a lot of people that I see. Okay. A lot of people have so many commitments that they feel they're obligated to fulfill. Um, and they feel that, yeah, it's something that you just have to do. You don't. All right. So, uh, it's pretty, that's pretty much it. And, and please forgive me for, you know, being like down, like really down to earth. Uh, no, but don't forgive me for it because that's how I am. All right, that's how I am, and um, and it allows me to uh, look at things logically. All right, because we add a lot of emotions to everything, and emotions will cloud your judgment. It will. All right, because again, at the end of the day, as I was saying, I don't know coroners or something. You know, so I need to go and and talk to like uh, people from the morgue or something, but. I, I want to ask them how often they wrote cause of death single, right? Or cause of death, uh, you know, didn't have enough friends, right? I don't, I, I honestly don't think it happens. So, you know, small little things like this, it really, really helps because uh, I will finish on this. Uh, you know, you have different types of like energy in, in, in like your body and stuff. And the most powerful energy is actually the sexual energy, right? It's the most powerful stuff. It just, uh, and you're like, what the hell is this? Just think about the silly, crazy, uh, like stupid things that you will do for a man or for a woman for love when you are aroused or something. It is very, very powerful, okay? Um, and once you realize that, hey, you know what, this thing is controlling me, but do I really need this stuff? And you can, you can transform that energy. This energy is not going to go away. It's there. It's here in you, okay? It needs to be allocated to something. When you can allocate that energy to other stuff and to good habits, then you can multiply the effect of, uh, of what it is that you want to achieve and what you want to do, okay? So uh, this is something that really, really helped me. Um, and, um, and again, made me like a much happier person than I was back in the days. You know, when all these things happened, I was, I was a lot bitter, right? I was bitter. It's, it's unfair. I don't like unfair treatment. I don't like being denied entry for no reason when, uh, you know, just because of how I look, my skin color, because that was the reason, right? Oh no, sorry. You can't get in. It's full. And I, and I see 50 people getting in. I'm like, dude, like seriously, you know what I mean? So I was a lot bitter back in the days, because I felt like, oh, I, I belong there. I need to go there. But, you know, uh, after that, dude, I became like a monk. You know what I mean? So uh, maybe it will help some of you guys. I really hope it will. 
Um, and, uh, you know, if it does, you know, don't hesitate to, you know, share your experience with me, you know, in which area did they help you and, um, and how liberated you feel after being able to get rid of those so-called obligations that have played your life for years, uh, thinking that, well, that's something you had to do. And now you realize that, Hey, you know what, hell the hell with it. I don't need to do it. Okay. So yeah, that's pretty much it guys. Thank you very much for your attention. If you have uh, been listening all the way until here and I will see you in the next episode. That was your host, Martin. Bye-bye. All right, guys, you just heard a brand new episode of the Freedom by Choice podcast with myself, Martin Evonge. So I got a question for you. Did you like this episode? If yes, can I please ask you a small favor? All right, so here's the thing. The biggest thing that helps my podcast grow and bring more value to other people is if you guys leave a review, if you rate the podcast, and if you subscribe to the podcast. Why? Because this tells the platform that I'm actually bringing a lot of value to you and that you like my stuff. The more people like my stuff and the more they'll show you to other people. And this way, we can make sure that we can impact a lot of people with this podcast and this community, all right? So what I wanna ask is, can you please take three seconds out of your busy day? Because I know everybody's busy. And if you could just like subscribe to the podcast, rate this episode and leave a review. It is three seconds for you, but for me, it will actually make my day and it can help someone else on the other side of this planet, okay? And one thing I like and one thing I want for this podcast is for it not to be a monologue. So I want to get feedback from you guys, right? So if you want to contact me, it's very easy. You can send an email to contact at martinebonga.com and in this email, you can uh, give me feedback on the episode or on the whole podcast, but you can also give me some suggestions about subjects that you want me to cover, right? If it's interesting and if a lot of people want to hear it, then I will cover it, okay? But anyway, thank you for listening to this episode and I see you in the next one, all right? Thank you very much, guys. Bye.